Welcome to the Up and Running Podcast, where we talk about all things related to running and really great food. Hello and welcome to the Up and Running Podcast. My name is Paul Ventura and I am your host. I'm very excited to come to you with this episode, episode number 22. I hope you are all safe out there and healthy during this awful time with this current coronavirus outbreak. As you know, I live in Southern California and we've been under a stay-at-home order for the past two weeks and now going into week number three. To say it's been a challenging environment is an understatement. Grocery shopping has totally been different and we've been asked to stand six feet apart from the next person in front of us and they're only allowing about 20 people into the store at a time. Additionally, the kids are home from school so keeping them engaged through virtual learning can be challenging as well as well as keeping them from boredom now that they can't physically be with their friends. Well, I'm really excited right now because I have with me live my daughter, Emma, and I've shared before that she too is a runner. And we were talking uh, just prior to starting the recording of this podcast about, you know, what she thinks about this whole thing. So she's going to share a few pros and cons from her perspective with this whole coronavirus outbreak. Hello, my name is Emma and I'm 11 years old. Some of my pros and cons about quarantine is that you can't see your friends and most of my friends don't have iPads or phones so you cannot FaceTime them or text them. You have to find activities to do when you finish your homework early and most of all, you get bored very easily. Some of my pros are that you can do homework in pajamas and in your room and you have a lot of spare time. So there you have it, folks. Even throughout this really crazy, unprecedented time, uh, Emma has been able to pick out some pros. So great. That, that's, that's fantastic. I'm really happy that she has been able to do so. So with all of this going on around us, you know, we're all looking for ways to distract ourselves and just give ourselves a break from a lot of the bad news that we're seeing. And one of those things for you, I know it is for me, um, and that is running. So running has been something that for me, has just been a great outlet. You know, running's always been a great outlet for me. I've been doing it for going on 29 years now, which is absolutely crazy. Uh, but that's how long I've actually been doing the sport of running. And, uh, you know, I'm lucky enough to have a treadmill that I can jump on at home and, uh, you know, be able to practice social distancing, of course, while I'm on the treadmill. Uh, and then I'm also practicing social distancing through my solo runs that I'm doing through the neighborhood. Um, those of you who run with groups, all groups that uh, have regularly met as you know running groups are no longer meeting anymore um, here in my area. So I think a lot of us are absolutely just doing solo runs or treadmill runs at this point. So, you know, what I wanted to focus this podcast on this episode is a couple of tips on what you can add into your life through running in this time where we're all needing to subtract so many things from our day-to-day. Let's talk about a couple things you can add.
So this past Christmas, my wife, Tracy, gave me a really great gift. And that gift was a GoPro camera. And I can't say enough about this camera. I love it. It is awesome. And for those of you that might not be familiar with GoPro cameras or seen them up close, they're really tiny. I think it probably measures, um, you know, probably like an inch and a half um you know, wide and tall all at the same time. So it's this little square, essentially. And maybe it's two inches across. I didn't actually measure it, but it's very, very tiny. And, you know, like I mentioned, if you have never seen one of these, you can take a look at what these cameras can do, how they perform um, on a bunch of different YouTube channels, one of which is my own. And I mentioned on my last podcast that I launched a YouTube channel called Run With Paul. That's R-U-N-W-I-T-P-A-U-L. Again, R-U-N-W-I-T-P-A-U-L. That's Run With Paul. That's my YouTube channel. And I have uploaded different runs that I've taken and actually filmed uh, with my GoPro camera. So what's really special about GoPro cameras is you can get some really unique perspectives on your run that typically you would only view as the runner, as the viewer, right? So it's like, it allows you to get that perspective um, like like you would yourself, like when you're on a trail run. So I like to get out and run the local trails in my area and I do it with my GoPro. And when I do that, I can capture some really unique um, images, right? Like the trails obviously have some sort of like dramatic drops. Um, There's a canyon that I run in called Weir Canyon. And as you're running along this trail, there's some areas where it just drops off. And, uh, you know, the canyon just gets deeper and deeper and deeper. But with a GoPro camera, these cameras are unique in that they give you a nice wide view panoramic effect. So you get this cool rounded uh, perspective, which makes things look more dynamic and just bigger. So that's the really exciting effect that I get when I run with this. You know, so how do I run with the GoPro camera? Well, there's several ways that you can capture your run using a GoPro camera. You can run with the small hand wand that comes when you buy the camera. And I got a camera kit, so it did come with the wand. Um, and And then the camera attaches to the very top of the wand. The wand itself is really lightweight. It's very easy to hold. It's got a a foam handle and it also has a leash. So you can wrap that leash around your wrist and while you're out running, you're not worried, oh man, I'm going to drop the camera because even if you did, it would would just hang off of your wrist so you wouldn't worry about hurting it. Um, So I do run with the wand, but my preferred way of filming my runs is using the head mount. And the head mount itself is made of two stretchy nylon straps that crisscross on top of your head. And the camera mounts on top of that. Um, And I like to wear hats when I run. So I will put a hat on and then I'll I'll put the actual um, head strap on top of that with the camera. And it's great. It doesn't bother my head. It stays on really snugly. And, you know, overall the motion that it captures um, is pretty smooth. There is a slight side-to-side motion that occurs just every time I take a step, which is normal because it's mounted on my head, but it's not bouncing. It's not going up and down. It's just a slight sway left and right. And you'll see that if you check out the videos on my YouTube channel. 
but otherwise, what it captures on film is really pretty, pretty good. Not bad at all. Another way you can film while running with your GoPro is using the chest strap. So the GoPro chest strap allows you to mount the camera in the middle of your chest. Now, I haven't tried this method, but it looks like a great way to do it. Some other really cool features that the GoPro camera has is that um, it's really simple to use because it has a large, one large start stop button at the top of the camera. So as soon as you start your run, you just push it and it beeps one time. And that little beep lets you know that filming has started. When you're ready to stop filming, you just press the same button again and it beeps three times. And those beeps are loud enough and you can actually adjust the volume of the beeps if you need to. But it definitely comes out loud enough when you're outside and you know maybe there's some vehicle traffic around you, you definitely hear it. And it's nice because like when I'm using my head strap, and I listen to those beeps, I don't have to take the camera off of my head and take a visual look at it to understand that, oh, it is on. I just listen for the beeps and it's really great that the makers of the GoPro camera thought about all this because they knew that uh, users of the camera were gonna be active. Um, the camera is widely used by surfers, it's used by, of course, runners, it's used by, you'll see people filming underwater even, so, there are some people who snorkel with them and people who hang glide. So, you know, the people who made the GoPro camera were, were people who wanted to film a lot of their active outdoor activities and they knew that it needed to be real simple to use, which it is. Uploading your footage. Uploading your footage is really simple to do with the GoPro camera. Um, what they've done is they've uh, enabled uh, an app. It's a free app. You can download it to your smartphone and it's really simple to use the GoPro and upload your footage to your smartphone because it's Wi-Fi enabled. So as soon as you turn your camera on and, and once you've synced it with your smartphone, it will see your camera and uh, it will actually transmit the footage directly to your phone, uh, which you can then utilize the app to go ahead and make some movies right off the bat. They have some really cool filters and some music that they allow you to incorporate into your videos. And before you know it, you, the editing portion of it is very simple to use. You have a, a full-blown professional quality film that you can uh, upload to your YouTube channel or, or do whatever you want with it. Um, if you're not using your smartphone and you want to upload your footage, you can do that to like a laptop just using a USB cable. So you just hook your USB cable from the camera to the device of your choice. Like in my case, it's a, a MacBook Pro and uh, the footage comes right over really smoothly. And then I can edit um, using software on my MacBook Pro directly from the GoPro camera. So there you have it. Um, there's uh, another element that you can add to your running by filming your runs and sharing it with others. You know, maybe you want to show a new trail to a friend or someone who can't get outside right now for a run. Send them your video. Maybe they can watch it while they run on a treadmill and get that feeling that they're outside through your video sharing. So here's another tip that you can add to your running that will really enrich it even more, and that's journaling. So if you've never tried it before, 
Post-run journaling is a great way to add another dimension to your running. You might ask yourself, why would I journal? Well, I first started journaling back in high school at the suggestion of my coach. Journaling is actually a very cool and beneficial way for you to reflect on your runs, keep track of your runs, and uh, it's also a cathartic experience. So, you know, a lot of pro runners journal and, um, you know, they do it for a lot of different reasons uh, of which I've just mentioned a few of them. And while running has a lot of beneficial health effects for you, uh, journaling after your run, like I mentioned, is, is cathartic. It allows you to be expressive. It allows you to get a lot of those thoughts and feelings that occur during your runs and put them down on paper. So it's really a powerful thing when we can reflect on how we felt during the run, you know, both the good and the bad. Putting those thoughts on paper helps us de-stress and unload and unpack a lot of things. And this process can help your running feel fresh every time you go out. And you start to even look forward to logging that those post-run thoughts while you're on your run. And eventually it becomes a routine. You know, I mentioned it helps you keeping it helps you keep track of your runs and you know, one of the things that also benefits you in is that if you have an injury or, you know, you're nursing an injury currently, it helps you kind of keep track of the progress of that injury and you getting back to your normal routine and getting back healthy to your uh, normal status. So that's another thing that it helps you with. Um, but it also is really cool to be able to look back and just see how many different experiences that you had over the course of a week or a month or however far back you want to look back through your journals. Um, it gives you the ability to see when you might have had a great series or run of really good runs and what it was that you were focusing on in your training. Uh, or maybe that you just happen you know, to simply get more sleep during uh, a period of time. Maybe it's a couple of weeks where your running was just excelling and you were feeling effortless and smooth and everything was just coming easy. Uh, well, maybe it was just because you were going to bed earlier. And when you wrote that down, you know, maybe you might write down what time you were going to bed. You realize, gosh, I actually perform a lot better and run a lot better when I get a solid eight hours of sleep. Um, or maybe... You know, you have a series of uh, runs and efforts that uh, are very, very good for you. And you realize that just before that series of efforts, uh, you had a string of very easy runs. Um, and then you were intermixing the easy run and then maybe um, a harder day and then a nice couple of days of easy runs and then another hard workout. So, it, it, like I said, it gives you the ability to look back and go, ah, you know, that's what what was probably contributing to the great progress that I've had in the recent success is I was just giving myself some easy runs in there um, more often. And that's probably why I was performing so well. So uh, journals, there's a lot of journals out there. Like I mentioned, there's some pro runners who have some journals and have who've put them together and put them out on the market that you can actually buy them. And so one of those is a, a journal called the Believe Journal put out by Lauren Fleischman and Rosen Mageddon Dumas. They are both pro athletes, pro runners, 
and they have uh, come together over the last few years to put together this really, really cool series of running journals. Um, in these journals, they have all these predefined areas where you can write how far you went out. There's a little note section where you can put comments about whatever you want to write, where you ran, uh, what you saw on the run, how you felt on the run, maybe what you ate before the run and ate after the run. And then you can also rate you know, what you thought the run was. Like maybe you're using a scale of 1 through 10 and you thought that run was really, really great. And you, you rated it a 9, for example. Um, so, like I mentioned, they have all these predefined areas where that's already built out for you. And they also have some cool quotations just to motivate you that they put in as well. Um, another place that you can find some really great running journals is um, on a website called goneforarun.com. And goneforarun.com is a family-run business. They have all kinds of different products on their website from apparel, um, you name it, it's on there. Uh, but they also have a great section on running journals. So, so check out journaling. Try that if you've never tried it before. And like I mentioned, it's got really great benefits and you might really enjoy it. That's crazy good. So now I get to talk about something we all love, and that's really great food. I want to tell you about this fantastic place called Nona's Empanadas. And maybe you've never had an empanada before and you don't know what it is, so I'm going to explain what it is. So an empanada is simply, first of all, one of the best foods you could ever have because they're comfort foods. They're something that you can eat on the go. You don't need a knife and a fork. You just use your hands and um, they come out warm and they're basically turnovers. So imagine uh, really soft bread that's warm and enveloped in the middle of that bread is your choice of meat whether it's beef marinated chicken or pork uh, and they sandwich this meat um, like i mentioned in a turnover like with the folded bread and so nona's does this just off the charts crazy good their stuff is so good and they don't just limit their empanadas to meat beef chicken or pork but instead, they have vegetarian options. They have, for those who like sweet things, like me, who have a sweet tooth, they have sweet offerings as well. And, uh, you know, when you actually go to Nona's and you get some of their empanadas, what you get is this beautiful golden brown pocket of goodness that you just want to pop in your mouth, right? So you probably are going to need a couple of these at least I do when I go. In fact, I, I've been known to have three when I go. Um, and But when I've had three, I'm stuffed um, because they're they're a good size. So, uh, so I've given you kind of the description of what the empanada is and what Nona serves. And they are known for empanadas. That's what you get there. So they're located in Beverly Hills, California. They're on 3rd Street and they have two locations. So one of them is there directly across the street from Cedars-Sinai Hospital. And then there's another second location at the original Farmer's Market in Los Angeles, also on 3rd Street. 
And that's directly across from the parking lot of CBS Studios. So just to give you a little idea of the menu at Nona's, here's a small sampling. They have a beef empanada, a beef jalapeno empanada, a carne asada empanada, Philly cheese steak, chicken alfredo, carnitas, shrimp, and for those of you who, as I mentioned before, are vegetarian, they have a veggie empanada, a samosa empanada, a mac and cheese, and a mushroom uh, empanada. And for those who have a sweet tooth, they have an apple, a dulce de leche, and a Nutella empanada. Can you imagine that? Like an empanada with Nutella in it. I haven't had that, but it sounds so good. So when you are in Los Angeles, the next time you're down in that area, near 3rd Street, either in Beverly Hills, or near CBS Studios, where the original Farmer's Market is, you will find Nona's. And you've got to try them. They are fantastic. They're crazy good. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Up and Running Podcast. I want to thank Emma for joining us on this episode of the show. Thanks, Emma. That was really fantastic. I'm looking forward to bringing you more shows in the near future. Check out my Instagram page at runwithpaul. That's R-U-N-W-I-T-P-A-U-L. And you can also find me on Facebook under my name, Paul Ventura. And also check out my YouTube channel by the same name, Run With Paul, R-U-N-W-I-T-P-A-U-L. And check out some of the recent runs that I've uh, taken and filmed with my GoPro camera. So I hope everyone stays safe and healthy out there and definitely enjoy your next run. Take care.